0: courtesy of Bow! Sports.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes. Subscribe to this lovely, sexy, wonderful podcast for free. Tune in media for your mobile devices. Google Play Podcast. And we are also on Spotify. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the show that we so lovingly call Bow on Bulls. The show totally, utterly, foreverly dedicated to the playoff Chicago Bulls and <laughs> NBA talk. I'm Big Dave. I'm the how are you?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I've got a summertime, I think. No, it I is just not got
0: it. a fresh haircut. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is that? Crushing on dreams, man. I mean, the haircut is true. Did get the haircut? But this summer, man, it's got to get over <laughs> sixty consecutively for like a week and some change for us what? to be like summer. But you know, you know,
1: we, I enjoy the hoodie whether so I'm not I'm not comparing too much
0: like, that's true I wear my hoodie. that's true I'm rocking my hoodie and shorts you absolutely right about that I'm enjoying yeah. that and if you want to be like us make sure you go to ballsports.com slash store and pick yourself up one of those awesome ball hoodies and walk around looking cool smooth and comforted because those joints are soft and awesome and they fit everybody this is big man approved stuff right here man so yes for the big for the short for the wide for the narrow they're for everybody. So get you one. We're gonna be out there. But besides <laughs> besides this, we got another wonderful guest with us, man. He's always here. He's pretty much family. Um, you can check him out on his podcast according to sources when he feels like it. <laughs> but he's a great basketball mind. Uh I love talking to him and having discussions as the season goes on. Um just a great person in general, but he's always here when we need him. He's always knowledgeable on the show, and I don't think that will change at all. And you all will get with for that, ladies, and gentlemen, Mister Andre Williams. What's up, Dre? What's going on? I appreciate y'all for for bringing me back on. <laughs> we always gotta bring you out of retirement, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, Ryan, the last I, podcast I'll I did was this podcast.
1: What's up? <laughs> I saw you on Twitter. I saw you on Twitter, man. I felt I felt like you needed to get something out.
0: <laughs> you know what, man? I, look, I've been cool. I'm not like these other Bulls fans. I've been cool. So That's true. That's true. I'll agree. It, like, we've been on the same page with that. Yeah, me, me and Dave pretty much talk pretty much every day. But definitely, Ooh. like, every Bulls game, we're talking back and forth. I don't think I've had, like, one of those blow-ups, you know, where I just like lose my mind. I haven't had one all season.
1: No, feel good, I'm proud of
0: you. low blood pressure. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Low blood pressure is within <laughs> I went to the doctor. It's been within like normal limits, man. I was, like I'm cool. I'm cool. That's what's up, man. But um yeah, we had this bull season. Uh, you know, bulls finally finished over 45 wins for the first time in seven years, I believe. They get they got mm-hmm. over 40 wins or 45 wins, I should say um first time having a winning season in seven years actually so first time going to the playoffs in five years uh first home playoff game (laughs) in a a quite a long time um it's been a lot of first first four game winning streak for Zach Levine in his career this season um it, it was a lot of first uh for the Chicago Bulls this year and so I thought it was a lot of good steps of course the second half was much tougher dealing with injuries and having uh, the worst schedule in the NBA in the second half playing just all the time. Like that's literally a fact. The worst schedule, uh, the hardest schedule in in the NBA in the second half of the season. So they definitely struggle not having everybody out there and injuries and things and stuff like that. But Dre, I'll ask you first, man, because you kind of touched on it. What are your feelings on the season this year for the Chicago Bulls? I, couldn't, I mean, I couldn't be more happy with, uh, obviously not the way it ended and, you know, not the way the second half of the season went with the injuries and COVID and everything, but, like, the result. This is the best season the Bulls have had, like you said, in the seven years, and this is the fifth best season they've had, I think, 15th. Mm. Um, the Bulls have been a perennial loser for the better part of a decade and a half. And now we have a culture in place. We have a plan in place. Like, there's a direction. And for years, I think that's what we've all wanted from the Bulls and the front office. Like, show us something. Like, getting to the playoffs with the three Alphas, like, I get it. If they went to the playoffs, in my lifetime, that was probably the least likable Bulls team I've ever followed. Yeah. And there was no real direction. It's like, okay, we have 90-year-old Dwayne Wade, you know, 75-year-old <laughs> Brazen Rondo. And we have, like, a 23, 24-year-old uh, Jimmy Butler. Like, where? Like, what are you trying to put together there? Um, one of the things when we signed Dwayne Wade, I kind of thought that, like, obviously I didn't believe he was going to give us anything really that great on the court, but I thought it would have been, a like, a legitimacy thing free agency-wise. Um, like, okay, teams or guys will see, oh, Way went there. That didn't happen. But I kind of feel like now we got it. Like, okay, DeMar DeRozan is gone there. He's respected in the league. Lonzo Ball is young, and he went there. Caruso was gone there. Like, the thing that I thought we were getting with D-Wade, I think now we have it. We have direction. We have a culture, and I think around the league now, we have respect. You look at guys like KD constantly. Like, that's an interesting thing to me, is he's constantly talking well about the Bulls. He's doing it quite often this season. Sure. And – um I like that. I like where we're going. So, I'm happy, man. I'm, you know, this season successful too. Chris?
1: Yeah, I agree with Drake. Um, and I think the thing, Drake, is that the biggest difference is that, of course, the front office is new now, right? So, that's why I think people didn't follow way they knew it wasn't serious out there in Chicago Bulls' land on uh, front office. But, yeah, man, the Bulls, man, like, like I think they – you can't be too disappointed in this season at all besides the injuries. Right, I mean, no one thought the team was, was going to win the championship, really, right? Uh, everyone hoped for the playoffs, and um, they got that. Uh, going against the best team in the league and probably the best player in the league is going to block people from winning championships. And uh, after Caputo, uh, you know, you're going to lose in the first round. You know, so all in all, the Bulls have a foundation, so to speak. Going forward, they have a floor. The floor is higher than what it was before. You know, the floor isn't like 500. The <laughs> like playoffs, kind of basketball hell, you know, but it's better than not being in the playoffs. And and like you said, um, the Bulls look better toward you know you know in the league eyes. So you have more people probably want to come to the Bulls. So things are looking up, man. Things are looking up. I do I do worry about just you know I'm always about like your team is only as good as your best player. And that would be a better Deontay Caputo or anybody in East. So do worry about that. But you can not win. The Detroit Pistons way, the way you can not win. Miami hasn't won a championship, but they're a great team. So you can not win with a bunch of good players. It's harder to do that, whether it's having like one one or five superstar, but the Bulls are going to have to win, with just having like a really lot of good players in the game. It's possible. It's much harder. But um, uh, but yeah, compared to years past, like Drake said, man, this is um, it's positive, man. I'm happy to watch the boys play. I can't wait to next year. You know, have them gel, Um get a couple of free agents or whatever. A couple of people fill out the team. So that's the, that's the positive.
0: Drake, like one one guy we talked about. Well, one of the couple guys we talked about a lot uh, was Patrick Williams, and uh, what he could bring to this team and what he should bring to this team, what we hope he brings to this team kind of thing. Um, What was your feelings on watching him this season? Even though I I know it, I just need you to tell the people, but what were your feelings on watching him uh, this year for the Bulls and where you see his ceiling, uh, like, going into next season? Yeah, I I talk about Pat a lot with um, family members. They're like, man, like, we really don't know. And I'm like, you're right, we really don't know. And this season, you kind of just got to throw it away, man. <laughs> you know, it was like, okay, the dude missed, what, 85% of the regular season, and he played like 10 games or 12 games or something. He come in, and it's like, okay, you, we know you're not ready. You're going to guard Giannis for five games. And people are like, well, he needs to be more aggressive. Like, man, look, whatever he gave us this season and the positive, I kind of believe this is like, okay, you can't go too far one way with it. You can't go too far in another direction with it when he's playing badly. Like, you want him to do these things. But the guy played – what did he play? What did he play? Like 19 Um, games a season? Something like that, yeah. Uh, Counting playoffs and things, yes. Yeah, and and how old is he? He's 20? 20 years old? (laughs) Barely 20. So, you know, the talent is obvious. Mm -hmm. He's shown it consistently that there is talent there um it's the it's consistency with him and his aggressiveness that we're looking for for him to go out and say okay I'm supposed to take this shot I'm supposed to drive the ball I'm supposed to handle the ball I'm not supposed to defer there's things like that that you're looking for and I think what what people are doing um with Pat especially because you know the other guy came from the the college that he came from is they're looking at Scotty Barnes, right? And they're like, well, look at what Scotty Barnes is doing in Toronto. And I, I wish people would stop that comparison between them two because um, Scotty Barnes didn't have a guy as good as DeMar DeRozan on his team. He didn't have a guy as good as Zach Levine on his team. Scotty Barnes didn't have to defer to anyone, honestly. He could do whatever the hell he wanted to do. Um, even though that team was good, that's the looter and the riot concept. It's like, you do go out there and do you. That's not Ben Pat's, that's not his position right now. So he has to like try to find his way in between two superstar players and, or two star players and an all-star caliber player. It's a hard thing for a dude to do. You're 19, he's 20 years old. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what he doesn't know. But talent is there. The last two games of that series against the Bucks, he showed it. He played well. Um, the game that they won, I think he was, he almost had a double double that game. I think it yeah, was he had, uh, 10 he had nine. like nine, ten and nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was another game he had a double digit rebounding game. It's there. Just give like we have to give him the opportunity to to grow. I think Bulls fans in general have this thing where if it's not happening now, it's never <laughs> going to happen. Yeah. It has to happen now. Like, we drafted him with the fourth pick or whatever pick. He's <laughs> got to be great. Like, man, a lot of guys have fallen away by that thought process. And there's also been guys, like, you look at Chauncey Phillips, where teams threw him away. Yeah, And as he got older and learned the game of basketball a little bit more, like Chauncey Phillips is, in, you know, an NBA Finals MVP. You have to let these guys grow into what they're going to be instead of trying to force them into what you think they should be. I, I yeah, love no. that. That's gonna be good. No, you're right. And and just to say, like he played 17 games. Uh that's not including the five playoff games. Uh and he's 20. He'll be 21 in August. So yeah, he's he's still fairly very, very young. And I think you're dead on uh Bulls fans do have a impatience uh about them. They just want it and they want it now, like like a kind of like a microwave generation kind of thing. I, I don't want stuff to cook. I want stuff immediate, you know, and immediate is for me has never been good, especially when it comes to food. You know what I mean? Like I I like the slow burn. You know what I mean? I like the cooking. I don't need McDonald's. You know what I mean? I I want grandma's chicken. You know what I'm saying? On a Sunday. So, and that takes a while to cook. You know what I mean? It takes a minute to to cook. Cause when you were saying that, I was thinking of guys like Lowry Markin who started off hot, you know, his rookie season and, those expectations what he thrown him, mean he just didn't live up to them, or didn't get to that kind of level you know what i'm saying that would be satisfying to basketball people you know what i mean but patrick williams for me showed enough glimpses to where i was like "Yup, he he grew like i saw growth you know what i mean like i saw him uh in the playoffs when you're getting a 20 and 10 game in the playoffs i don't care what you're getting blown out by it's your first time in the playoffs and you're dropping a 20 and 10 i was That's super difficult. excited about that yeah i was and then he had twenty. The final game they played, so he had like twenty three or something like that. So, and then all yeah. I heard people say was, "He had no rebounds. He didn't get no rebounds." <laughs> like they lost by like thirty. They were just getting their ass up. Like for real, come on, y'all, stop this. But they yeah, shot seventy five percent from the field as a team. There were there were no <laughs> rebounds to get. <laughs> dude, Thank nobody, you, there was no nobody, rebounds. Dude, nobody on the Bulls, especially offense. Nobody on the Bulls who of note. Let me say that shot over 45% for that series. Like, the only two of note, the only two people who did it was, like, Tony Bradley, <laughs> who had a game, sure. and, and Tristan Thompson, who shot, like, 44%. You know what I'm saying? Man. That was it. You know what I mean? So, they, everybody kind of struggled. But, no, uh, I was happy with uh, Patrick Williams this season. Chris, how did, <laughs> how did you feel? Yeah,
1: I'm going to go against that what you guys said a little bit. I agree with what you said, but I think it's fair to to want a guy like uh, Patrick Williams to look better than what he has. I mean, because it's proven that it can be done. Uh, the Scotty Barnes situation was way different, you know, injury-wise and games played. But there's something to, you know, seeing guys play and the mentality of how they play. And I think that's what, you know, my disappointment was just the mentality of how you push the game. Um, his, you know, not being aggressive. You know, you can still do things on the court and look a certain way, even though you, you know, You've, you've had those injuries and you couldn't play. So I think those are the things. I think, I think it's fair to point out whether or not guys that how he is aggressive because there are rookies out there who can't impact the game. You know, and he's not even a rookie, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but he would impact the game in certain ways. Um, uh, you know, and, 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 and he's shown that sometimes he, he doesn't kind of want to do it or feels, I think, about doing it. And a, a personality is something that I don't know you can change. And uh, we gave Rory Marketing years, or four years, whatever, to be glory Marketing, he didn't come out. You know, he didn't grab to fruition. But there are other players in the league that have. And, you know, I hope Patrick Williams is that guy. And I, I really like the fact that I think Bulls are going to, going to, to you to guys' point, I, I really agree with, is that, that this team, you're going to have to be patient with this team because, now I agree with, with Gelling, because you can't turn up a roster so fast. And with Patrick Williams and Kofi White and Zach Levine, they're going to grow. And you see, you see, you see Towns, you know, get Towns wasn't any good, but now he's looking all like trying to be shocking in the playoffs. You can see, Mr. Sharkey Billups, you know, these guys sometimes take a while to, you know, to escape peak. And, and also, when a team gets better, you get better players, other players look better, right? could be White, you know, have someone else on the bench coming off of him that's better than what he has. Kobe white go look better. The team, the team if there are shooters around on the floor recovery right, Kobe White could shoot better because he has more space to operate. He can score. So having the same squad, being patient with all the players on the team, and gradually improving your team as a whole uplift quality of the team. So I think patience is the word is the word to use. Because these guys haven't been peaked yet, right? Got the down his prime, ball. Still can play 70 games, but hopefully it is prime. The roads of the uh-huh. past is prime. But you have a couple of years where these guys can play the best basketball. And hopefully they play the best basketball in Chicago and not somewhere else where we give up on them. And hopefully that's kind of the too, right?
0: At least right. one of them will not be playing their best basketball in Chicago. At least one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to, you got to. <laughs> yeah. And that,
1: that's what's interesting about it. Because, like, because, like, everyone's like tradable or whatever. But, like, there were two people, I guess. But, like, uh, because you can't keep this exact same squad, right? Obviously, they have somebody, you know, lead and whatnot. But, but Patrick Williams, say, I, I hope I, I was hoping he's got the ball on site, but obviously not. But you do see potential there. You do see him, you know, being able to, you know, <laughs> dominate the game. I think he's a point guard, bro. I just think he's a point forward. He's giving the ball in one point, you know, honestly, at some point when he gets good. And hopefully, when he goes out and practices with the Rosen. You know, over the summer, and he and he sees what it takes over the summer to be pretty good game. So he's a pro do it. You know, going to the Kobe Bryant regiment. and hopefully, DeRozan is still when he's down there and working out, DeRozan and the team, he understands the mentality he has to have, and he understands how good he actually is, instead of acting like he doesn't understand how good he is. You know, so Yo, yeah, I so don't Tate think says, that's an
0: act. I just don't think he is. You know, has that yet? You know what I'm saying, or has that? how are you
1: getting though? But can you get? That's all we ask that question. Oh, you can get.
0: it. A, oh no, no, you can definitely get it. Yeah, you can. You can definitely get
1: it. Are you sure talking like? Because so like, I, like, I see, like, you know, we're not maybe just kind of bonds, but like, we, like, there are guys who would take shots. I mean, like, your
0: boy, I mean, your boy Scottie Pippen is, is prime example number one.
1: <laughs> but, he, but he came in talking about he was better than Jordan. He said, "Yeah, told be But
0: not it's
1: doing cool. this. This dude was that's scared way, though. He said something like that?
0: But he was scared though, like people can say it, but he was very, very scared, especially when he went against Detroit. You know what I mean? He, he, he ain't have it. He won not mentally. Oh you know, yeah, uh,
1: and, and he was playing with, you know, Michael Jordan, so it's like, well. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you know, like, yeah, he's playing with kind of Yeah, that's kind of yeah, the, the like the point that I was making. is like, like he was playing with Mike and like that's a completely different stratosphere. But you know, one, Pat is younger. He's playing with three all-stars, you know, Mm-hmm. So it is a lot, there is a lot to have to defer in like thought processes. Like, should I take this shot? Should I drive? Like, what like what a, like what, do you, what should I do? Like, I don't know. Like just being 19 and thinking about myself as a 19 year old, like I, a lot of times, I didn't be like, what the hell am I supposed to be doing? But just like normally. So you're out on the court and everything is happening fast. Like I can understand it. Like I get it, but I do want him to be better. I do think he can be better. Yeah. I, and I believe that he, I believe that he will be better going forward just for this year in particular, like I'm not putting much stock into anything he did, good or bad, because mm-hmm. it was 22 it was 22 games. So yeah. Like what like I what can we really sus from that? And I, I
1: do have to comment Dave, about Scotty Pippen, because there, there have there to be players in the league that over the years get better and better. They happen but not often. Scotty Pippen was one of the examples of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So but like no, uh, I, exactly. I just I just want to see it Every year, progress like that, if next year, and he has um, a point guard on him, like he didn't walk yet. i don't to have they put point guard on him. He just stood in the corner, <laughs> you know, like like you don't know, like you P.J. Tucker, like you're not P.J. Tucker, like what are you doing? But I see that next year, I'm I'm either going to have to coach, I'm you know, or like because at some point you gotta play basketball. If somebody's shooting you, post them up, like so. Like next year, I don't know, man. I want to I want to see. This, uh, progression. I want to see him get better, be more aggressive. So I want to see. I want to see it because if he doesn't get injured, he has all summer to work on his game. You should see a difference next year, and I hope hope is there.
0: Yeah, and what I like. Well, one, it was hard for me to jump because again, he played seventeen games, so mm-hmm. th- it was weird to to I don't know, kind of judge the growth of him because I was watching him trying to figure out. Like the one game I saw him like getting get it and figured out was the game against the Knicks and that was the game he got injured in the game he got hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like the game that yeah. game he got hurt. I watched him like start doing yeah, stuff. And I was like, okay, bet. Yeah. And then he's out for six months. So it's it was weird, you know what I'm saying, in that kind of instance for him like that. But and also I think uh Dre said it like you, you know, at that age, you know, you kind of know what you know. Like he's like when Billy Donovan told that story of dude, he don't even know how to eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was like, I remember him before the game, you know, like, before game on the game day, he he was about to eat a chicken parm sandwich. Like, he was like, yo, he's about to smash you. He was like, dude, you can't eat that. Like, Billy Donovan told him, like, bro, you can't eat that. Like, no, that's not going to be good for you. Like, so people had to tell him that. You know what -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, how to eat. You know what I'm saying? So if he don't know how to eat, then there's certain things he definitely ain't going to know how to do on the court. You know what I mean? That he'll just have to figure (laughs) out. But I think that's important. With Demar Derozan, uh, actually looking at him and and singling him out, you know what I mean, as saying, "Oh, dude, no, you got something, and we need to work on it immediately, and kind of get it out of you." Because there are a bunch of other young guys on the team. <laughs> he ain't saying about or do that about you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, there's a couple guys. He was just like, "No, I'm talking to you, Pat. Like you and you only. Like you're coming with me, no doubt about it." So. Yeah, I, I I have hopes for him. I know a lot of Bulls fans um, weren't patient with him. I'm not saying you're one of them, Chris. Uh, I'm saying like there were a lot of Bulls fans who weren't patient mm-hmm. about him and wanted to trade, trade him for Jeremy Grant and you know do stuff like that. i was like, it's it's too early for that, you know. Let's see, but I think this year though will be a defining year, you know. What I'm saying for his career and what he will be with the Bulls because one thing AK has also said he's not going to do is fall in love with draft picks. So. If it don't work out, yeah. it just don't work out, you know what I'm saying? But I think it will because I, I like what I see. But um, the other person that I wanted to touch on because I saw Drake, I saw Drake's face That's I talked about it was um uh, Kobe White. Um, Kobe White. I think personally, got I think there are only seven players that I know for sure that will be here next year, and that's the starting five, and Alex Caruso and Ayo sumo Like after that. <laughs> It's up for grabs, you know what I'm saying, for anybody who's going to be here. Kobe White is in that up for grabs kind of area. Um, what do you see Kobe White's uh, future, Dre? Like, what do you see his future here with the team? Does he have a future with the Bulls? Is your faith just completely dead in, in Kobe White? Is it over with? You know, I, I spent a lot of this uh, this season defending Kobe against people yeah. you know, like when Me he too. first came back. And, like, my whole thing was, you know, just wait for him. Let him get his legs underneath him. Let him get a rhythm. I don't want to say that my faith in Kobe White is completely dead at this point, but I, I don't want him. I don't think that whatever it is, he can be. I don't believe that he's going to be able to do that on the Chicago Bulls, and I believe that. Like, I think they're going to end up trading him. Like, you can't give Kobe White like a big contract, right? Like, you can't do it. Like even if he goes crazy next season, like I don't think you can give him a big contract because of deficiencies in his game. He's not a great defender. He can't handle the ball very well. He's not a good uh, playmaker for us. Um, the thing that he was supposed to be good at doing, which is shooting in the playoffs, wide open shot after wide open shot. Yeah, he missed them. He did. And then what makes it even worse is, is like on the other end of the floor, Grayson Allen comes down the court, gets a similarly open, wide open the three pointer, and he's cannoning like time after time. It's like we, like you're supposed to be our shooter and you can't shoot. Yeah. So like that's like paying a defender who can't defend. Yeah. Would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Playing a point guard who can't pass, like would you like who in their right mind would do these things? Nobody would right? So what's going to happen with Kobe is he's clearly going to get a qualifying offer. It's going to be a one-year deal. He's going to try to bet on himself to make some more money. But I, I do believe at that the, that the, uh, the trade deadline, I think you got to get you got to get rid of him. You have to find a way to get taller, more athletic, and you have to get more consistent shooting. And the only thing you're supposed to get up to three from Kobe is a consistent shooting. He's not tall, He's not long, and he doesn't play defense. So, no, you can't. Like, he's not going to be part of what the Bulls can do going forward. But I do believe he's going to be a trade piece to get someone who will come in and be part of what the Bulls will be doing going forward. And that's not like a knock on Kobe. Like I said, i am to Kobe pretty much all season long. Yeah, you know, Kobe, 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 Kobe's good. Kobe's going to be okay. He showed flashes, but he hasn't been good since the All Star break. So, yeah, that's real. Go ahead. No Grace, more Kobe. <laughs> what do you feel about Kobe White? You
1: know, I'm sorry, when I watch Kobe play, I go, man, Kobe White at his max is C.J. McCollum. <laughs> like, you know, a short guy who just does everything very well. <laughs> but mm-hmm. C.J. McCollum was like an inch shorter than Kobe White. And you wouldn't know the way, by the way he plays. Mm-hmm. You know, so Kobe White's an undersized guard in the league. And like you mentioned before, bring problems and scoring problems. Mm-hmm. And if you're not C.J. McCollum, it's a lot shortening you and you have to be I do worry about the ceiling, right? Because you pay for, potentially pay for where you're going to be the future. It's the best thing, right? When you play a player. like what's his ceiling? Uh, I don't think he's ever going to be teaching McCullough. <laughs> but- no, uh Not too many. So like, and I don't think that, you know, as good as he is, it's not like he's a player where you need him with that skill set to be a championship team. You know, like, I think he's a very good asset to have to to get to improve, but and also like I think we I think we kind of lied to ourselves a little bit a little bit because like he's never like he never been like a three point shooter like he's been a scorer and like so he, he scores he doesn't just like sometimes I think we kind of want him to be Steve Kerr or something or step Curry in the corner like that's not what he is he's a scorer in college he's a scorer you know he's just undersized in the, size the NBA so he can't get those you know close tools that like you used to do. You know, in college and you know before the NBA, so like now he's relegated really just throwing threes and he doesn't shoot a high clip all the time. Whereas, well, yeah, because he's not a knockdown three-point shooter. He's just a scorer. You know, I do think though that if he plays with certain people, on the, on the Bulls, the Bulls get better. Like I mentioned before, and he's on he's on the floor with players can spread the floor a little bit. He get easier shots to score. His, uh, you know, his two-point shots and threes. But yeah. At max, you know, like you say, he's tradable. You know, I think a lot of teams would love to have a guy like him. You know, he's a potential scorer and is um instead of PJ as a player. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I look at Stephen on six three, his body type, TJ can point guard shoot and all that stuff because he has to do that at his size. Mm-hmm. He has to be good at all of those stuff because he's at, because of his height. But Kirby White is not that, and he's got he's got height and he's going only do one thing very well, which is kind of shoot sometimes and get hot. So not a good thing. So yeah, I, I I think definitely the Bulls are gonna get better. Get some draft picks if you don't have. You gotta leverage your your, uh, your assets. So he's one that you probably leverage in the future.
0: Yeah, to Chris's point about his three-point shooting, this is by far his best season shooting the three, and he shot 38% uh, from three. Mm-hmm. Like by far, This was his best year. Started off, uh, what 34 or 35 in both yeah. in the first two seasons, and. Yeah, 38 in this one. So, yeah, not a knockdown guy. He, he can do it. He can shoot, but he's not – like he said, like Chris said, he's not Steve Kerr or something like that. I would have took um, I would have took 38% in the playoffs. Can, 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 oh, my God. I would have right? took it – oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> immediately buying it. Yeah. Sell it now. Thank you're you. Open. You're, you're
1: open. Like, you're open. Like, can you imagine Stigler here open, shots all the time? Stigler had a, you know, fucking Kerr. But, yeah, he had a stress when he went to slump. But, you know, but if you're a knockdown three-point shooter and you're open –
0: that's supposed, to be, that's supposed to be money. Supposed to be money. Yep. And it wasn't. And it wasn't the fact. One money it wasn't nowhere close to going in. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just yeah. clang everywhere. You know, off the side of the rim, like in the ocean. You know what I'm saying? Like he just couldn't shoot, dude. And it was just, it was weird to watch. And uh, Dre is right. Like I was defending. I defended Kobe a lot uh this year because he he def he had hit a point where he was consistent. Like before the All Star break, he had really hit that point. After like the first couple games when he just got back and he got himself you know acclimated he was good for 16 a game like if you look at his stats that's what he was doing like it was like 16 again easy it was like boom put him down for 16 a game just put him down for that and as it got closer to the all-star break it was like 28 it would be 30 24 you know what I'm saying like he had gotten real comfortable with himself and then after all star break I have no idea what happened to him going two well, for 28 is insane. Well like
1: like it was before you know a lot of people, Zach Levine, Kobe White, they they kind of um, dropped off with Ball left, and that's what I kind of mean. Like, like Kobe still be very good, I think. If the talent are, this is obvious, right? It's smart, and you've got better teammates around, you're you a better player. But mm-hmm. like, you know, Evan Multi Bucks, all the role players out there had awesome games because Giannis. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they look way better than it than y'all, right? We all yeah. got we got people a lot of money, and you want that it, you know? So like.
0: I don't want to pick on Kobe. I really don't. I don't want to pick on, him. Bro, you like, on I like Kobe. Because like, hey, I like Kobe. But I, I was like, team. I get I get that what you're saying about the better players, but they're wide open shots. Bean. Not open. Yeah. Because you know, it's like the NBA <laughs> differentiates between an open shot and a wide open shot. He yeah. was getting wide open shots. Yeah. He just couldn't do anything. And part, you know, part of it is like Oh, we lost Ooh. Dre on that one, so Uh-oh. we'll be back on in a second. But, yeah, that's what I was thinking when Dre was saying that. Like, I, I hear you, you know, like, yeah, th- playing with better players makes you better. Lonzo made everybody better Uh, that was yeah. out there on the floor. But shooters shoot, you know what I mean? Like, that's what they do. Like, I don't care who's out yeah. there. When Jordan left, Steve Kerr didn't become a worse shooter. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was just exactly. – I'm Steve yeah. Kerr. You know what I'm saying? I shoot the basketball. This is what I do. That's my job. <laughs> And him, right. and I'm not just saying it wasn't just him. Like he wasn't alone. Like everybody after the All Star break, as far as shooting is concerned, just kind of went away and dissipated. And just you know, I O wow. part of that, and you know, a bunch of other players were were a part of that. But but Kobe was just more glaring because this is exactly mm-hmm. you know kind of what he's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? To score for you, and he couldn't score. He couldn't shoot. He couldn't hit jumpers. He couldn't hit layups. <laughs> he couldn't. He just basketball just. Left his brain, and, and and the problem was like he was okay doing other things. Like he was all right defensively. He was okay, and he was okay getting rebounds, and he was okay like passing ball. He he still had them silly Kobe turnovers and stuff, but they weren't as uh prevalent as they were. You know what I'm saying? As they were like the previous season. But the one thing you do, what <laughs> thing you in here for? It's to shoot the foul. Like, you shoot the foul. And he couldn't shoot the foul. And it hurt. That was the last thing I said before I got cut off. No. <laughs> I was, uh, we were talking about Kobe. You were saying better players around him, but his job is still supposed to be to shoot. Yeah, that's it his job. It his is shot. to shoot. It shouldn't affect his shot. And the thing that really threw me off with of Kobe was really the last game. And it wasn't like it was just me who was throwing off the board because Billy clearly felt the same way. He came in there threw the ball away to Grayson Allen twice, basically just gave him the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three minutes in, Billy said, enough. I'm not playing you anymore. This is it. Like, i have given you as many opportunities to show that you're prepared to play and prepare for this moment, and you're, for lack of a better word, you shouldn't have been. Like, this has nothing to do with the other players around him. A wide open shot is a wide open shot is a wide open shot, and Grayson Allen, of all people, shouldn't be ripping you at me at court.
1: It shouldn't happen. Them so just, can not just, uh, just like a me head kind of thing. Like, I, I you know, it seems like there was this this, this this, feeling in Chicago, like, these guys aren't prepared for the playoffs. This monster going around, like, like was, was that going on with the other player in your team that didn't have their friends? Because, like, it seems to see to the, the Bulls, like, any, you know, the final two weeks, I don't know, if we're good enough for the playoffs. It's a different animal. I'm like, yeah. NBA, hey, I don't NBA know Every team like, Pelicans, like, I mean, I don't know the playoff experience the Pelicans have, but they have a rookie in it. I'm like, do other teams, you know, like, why? The Bulls seem to be like, oh, no, I'm scared. I want to play. I'm like, shouldn't you be, like, more pumped up? You mean the playoffs instead of worrying about whether or not it's too big for – the team is too big for the moment? I don't know. Right. I don't know, Was that doing down motivating the team? Right. Was, was that – real or
0: was it like this is awesome. that's the narrative that nba fans believe have to go with playing in the playoffs like you hear it enough it just becomes what it is okay these guys haven't played in the playoffs so they don't know what they're getting or you know getting themselves into but i think like after the first game i think you pretty much have the idea this mm-hmm. is what it is or at least you should yeah at least you should um but also with that that bulls <laughs> it was man that bulls culture was a lot to turn over and i and i I say culture negatively because of what they used to be that was a lot to kind of turn over man like a lot of those guys who are here uh making their first time playoff appearance ever are people that were still on those old regimes who losing is pretty much all they kind of know you know what i'm saying they none of them know playing this late in the season kind of thing and new orleans for me was, was is different because new orleans went from you know anthony davis to zion williamson you know what i'm saying like like you you you're on a stage i'm, I'm saying it like that like you're on a stage constantly you know what i mean even though zion mm-hmm. you know couldn't get you to the playoffs you're on a stage because you've got zion williamson man like and you're you've got some wins behind you because of that and you kind of know how to play through it. Well, nobody looking at the Bulls, man. Nobody was paying attention to them. Nobody was coming here. Nobody was showing up here. Like, or to even look at them. Even it was business as usual for them. Like, as far as losing is concerned. Like that's that's what they know. Like they, they knew it and they it's what they did. Now, that's not an excuse as to why they shot the way they shot in the playoffs or anything like that. But I kind of hear your point though, Chris. Like, cause of all these teams out here if you said to say which team is going to get swept in the series, everybody would have pointed right to the Bulls and, and Milwaukee Bucks. And that might've been more so because of the Bucks, but it also was because of how the Bulls played in the second half of the season as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you on that. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, I, I don't, I don't disregard what you're saying. Like I hear that. I, I hear that point straight up, but for me, it's that like, it was a lot of stank still here. You know what I'm saying uh yeah. on his team man and this is the first like for me this is all first and some people tell you it's the second year for AK and everything all of them for me is it was year one because it was like their first year actually doing things the way they wanted to do it because I remember when they had all these rookies here and they were like man we we saw the roster and they were like we didn't we don't know why they haven't made the playoffs and then they went through yeah. the season and found out. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh shit. Oh, oh, they trash trash. Oh, okay, my man. All right. Wendell, uh, we're gonna need you up out of here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Your stretch like, big, your stretch right. big can't shoot. And your, your starting center can't rebound. What? Oh wow, that's incredible. We can't catch the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever, you know what, what I'm saying? You don't have a point guard, you know, so you're running it through Zach, who's not a great dribbler, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, like it was tough. Who's your, who's your other shooter? You know what I'm saying? Like it was, they, they, and yeah. I rem- I'll never forget that when they kept saying that, like, we just don't understand why yeah. they didn't make the playoffs and why, why weren't they there? Yeah. We just looking at them like, you'll see. <laughs> you'll <find out. laughs> and they found out and they, so they went and they made these drastic, drastic changes. And even with the change they made, even the people they brought in still weren't used to going to the playoffs. You know, Lonzo had never been. You know what I'm saying? Like, he yeah. still ain't never been to playoffs. Like, Booch is used to going out in the first round. You know what I'm saying? Being with Orlando, he used to that that sweep lifestyle. So Damar, Tristan, and Caruso is it. You know what I mean? As far as yeah. who knows what winning deep in the playoffs actually looks like. So, again, that's why I was so excited for them to go. Because <laughs> I was like, they got to yeah. learn this shit, Chris. Yeah,
1: Even even, even to roster the Raptors' over the years, right? And, and, of course, they won because they got, <laughs> when they got rid of the wrestlers. But like, they grew over the they had two stars and they over the years they, you know, just rearranged the decks a little bit, the deck chairs and running the people and eventually they got better and they was all competing, you know, and running this LeBron. But they were a good team. You know, so like I hope that's the way the Bulls are. I'd rather be that than not be in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Right. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so like right. and Patrick Williams has a chance to be special. Like that's rare. You know, we see it, like we keep, we keep bringing the Patrick Williams because we that's special. You saw special and that was like different. You know, in mean, so the game. That was different. That was there. Yeah, for real. So, yeah, but, so, if he, if he comes out special, then, like, being your trajectory and how the good Bulls going to be is just way different, you know. But, um, yeah I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad we also got, you know, a front office who's going to, got be afraid to make changes and make some tweaks. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've been talking today this year. I'm like, anybody got a tall dude that can jump off the gym? But it's like, and rebound and you know, like we don't really have that. Like, why don't we have that? Well, next year I guess we will have that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I start to front off a bit of the bridge of decisions and it's get better and better every year. But, you know, I do worry about the best player on the team being Levine. He's not as good as other players. Mm-hmm. But uh we'll see, man. It's uh, we'll better see. than not being the playoffs.
0: Well let me let me ask and move to another guy who was also polarizing uh for the Bulls this season. That's Nikola Vucevic. Um yeah. He's a guy, uh, you either was with him or you weren't, kind of thing. Bulls fans, I know Bulls fans who gave up on him on, like, the first month. They were like, John, <laughs> I hate him. He's the worst trade Vooch. <laughs> trade Vooch for anything, and you know, those are just ridiculous statements, but they they were adamant about him. Vooch uh, definitely had an up-and-down year, for sure. Uh, it wasn't his best year. It was his worst year in, in a very, very long time, uh, but also it was his first time not being the man on the team, so uh, Drake, what did you think of Vooch uh, this season and are you okay with him coming back next year or are you, are you like you kind of want to explore other options at that position I mean I'm always open to explore options if it means getting you know the team better but isn't it like the ironic part that the most consistent player the Bulls had in the playoffs was the guy that everybody wanted to trade all throughout the regular season get rid of Vooch but Vooch was the like the only he's the main reason why they won the game they won because he was able to hit threes. Like, I understand it's great. DeMar scored 41 points, beautiful, but he doesn't get to do that. If the guy who's taking the threes isn't hitting them. Mm. Like we saw that, right. Then we see that through five games that yeah. when they weren't hitting shots, that DeMar could do nothing because yeah. they just set four people in the paint. And at the <laughs> mid mid range and said, no, you're just not going to shoot. But yeah. when this guy can hit threes, it opens everything up for them. Right. Look, Not a great season for Booch by any stretch of the imagination. But like you said, first time he's ever had to play like this. Like Booch isn't a dude who takes fifth. Like I was listening to someone's um, podcast and they were like, man, I want Booch to take like 23 pointers in the first half. Like, let's just get crazy. Like, no. I'm sure he doesn't want to take 23 pointers in the first half, but that's what they were asking him to do pretty much all season. They turned him into like Laurie Martin, For lack of a better, you know, a better reference. Like, we need you to be at the top of the break shooting these threes because this is what's going to be open, but he kind of wants to do other things. Uh-huh. Bulls fans were a little too hard on Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> like, And that's an understatement, considering yes, the, the adjustment he had to make playing with two other ball dominant guards. It wasn't like this was a, and they're not point guards, they're shooting guards mm. and they're ball dominant and mm. he doesn't get touches. And the only touches he gets are top of the key threes or in a pick-and-roll situation where he doesn't get the opportunity to be like, you know, I get a rhythm because I've posted up a few times. He doesn't get that opportunity. Lucha's is good. I think yes. a year and, and also he played a lot better when Lonzo, like, to, you know, he did. to your point, Doug, he played better when Lonzo was there. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, it's one year and in one year they won 15 more games than they did the year before. Like, what are we complaining about? Like what, like, like, what are we complaining about? What do uh, we want? Wait. What do we want? Like, if they win 15 more games next season, they're going to win. Okay, so we're going to complain about the win of 61 games because Booch didn't? Come on, man. Like, 15 games, you know, increasing wins, like, that's not a normal thing. He was a big part of why we did that. Did he always perform well? No. But neither did Zach. Neither did DeMar. Like, they didn't. Like, the the two people who get shit on the most by Bulls fans. And it's wild to me that I'm about to say this because he sat here and played on his garbage-ass team when it was Ryan Archdiacono as the starting point guard and Garrett Temple was playing. Zach Levine yeah. and Booch get shit on by Bulls fans constantly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be surprised if Zach is, like, listening to this type of stuff and he's like, you know what, I'm out of <laughs> there. I don't deal with this shit. Like, I'm sitting here on this garbage team, these garbage players. Like, I have one of the greatest shooting seasons in NBA history like me and Steph Curry have only put up stats like this in a season and Bulls fans are like, don't give Zach any money. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Butchers Chris. out here going crazy in games. Get Butch out here. Trade him because he only had nine points. We had 17 rebounds and we still won the game. I, I sound like Matt. I sound like Matt. I, I don't want to <laughs> I'm going full <laughs> Matt Peck. I need to stop <laughs> Oh man, go ahead, Chris. Oh, you're on the call of
1: <laughs> Yeah, I do I do find an issue when Bronson has more post-ups than Booch in the game. But maybe, but maybe that's uh oh, <laughs> big, diving, no, big diving, that's, a shot. that's tough. But, that's uh, a <laughs> <shot>. <laughs> but, but no, I like to <laughs> I, I but that's that's I don't know that's a, a booch or the coach, but that's that's weird. But um yeah, booch is fine. I do want it sometimes though like like I don't watch I didn't watch the Avrio Orlando magic game. We were playing Orlando. So I wonder is is, is that is the delta between what we have for the Boots and the is so different than what it is on Orlando? Is it, is there that big gap, or is it just like he just got more shots in Orlando and he was able to put like four more points? It, but it's the same guy, but we just think he's like so much better on Orlando. But with all oh, that said, I like Booch. You know, you're not going like to factor me he's since totally viable. He's, you know, I do have the issue with him. Uh, you know, I I question like. Like, I didn't even say, like, you're playing Milwaukee and you want to shoot more threes. Like, bro, like, don't you want to win the game? Like, you know, you shooting a bunch of threes is not going to win the game. Winning the game is forced to go. Not shooting threes because you did in Orlando. Like, what are you doing? I, so I do question, like, knowing, like, how to play and how to win, and it sound like, like I play NBA basketball, but, like, when you watch as a fan over the years, you realize, like, you kind of actually know what you're talking about, right? As a fan. Like you don't shoot in 10 threes against Walker, it's not gonna win the game.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, so I do wanna see Boosh in the post more. I do wanna see the Bulls play with the Vuce more in the post. And I don't know if that's a Billy Donald thing or that's a um a Roosh thing. But yeah, I think Vuce is solid. I think he would he would tell you you can play much better, you know, more consistently. Yeah. And uh, next year when he has healthier point guards, you know, IO, you know, have the under the belt, Patrick Williams has the ball more, uh, ball back, hopefully. You'll see him get even more easier shots, more shots of the paint, and his overall look better. So the focus won't be so much on him because when ball's gone, you know, um, you know, his lack of scoring at times was like, you know, more prevalent, more obvious, more conspicuous because you're missing a key player in the starting lineup. So hopefully that when ball comes back, the Bulls a little better. You know, um, people complain so much about you know offense being needed because it won't be needed. Boots. But I like Booch. He's solid. I never hate on Boots. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy. i never hit on Booch. No hate here.
0: Yeah, I, I watched him quite a while, quite a lot in Orlando, and he actually was in the post a lot. Uh you know, actually he was everywhere. Uh you know, because like, he was the best yeah. player, so he would be top of the key. He would, but he would be in the post. And if you watch those games when uh they would play the Bulls, man, that's what he was eating. Oh, he was eating them alive, you know food. what I'm saying? I love, in that post. I love to get you on
1: the Bulls, uh, like man. I know, I know.
0: But I'm, I'm just saying, like, he, he had no problem. He would also kill him, you know, shooting threes. He would do that as well. Yeah. He would put no career numbers yeah. on the Bulls. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of the games I remember watching him in, he would be in the post. And if you remember, like, when you would see him here this season, he would have to dribble himself to the post. And he would okay, have to back issue. down a lot. So he didn't, so he didn't have that guard. Like you say, to your point, like, he didn't have that person to give him the basketball to put him in the post where he only has to take a few dribbles and then make the move. No, he was starting so, out further away from the post, backing somebody okay. down, then making the move because they couldn't give him the ball, I'm and probably, then there was no reentry either. But see, is that,
1: in the entry I brought that up because, like, is that, that's the offense. Because, like, Orlando, when they ran offense, the play they ran, he got the ball. He had, yeah, he had a point guard, but he, had, he got the ball close to the basket, the way they run the offense of the Bulls, it's like I should run a place where so he get the ball deep in the post. And it's like it's not there. It's like he, like he has to put himself to dribble back get the ball in the elbow, and dribble, dribble like that's not, 15 fast 15, dribbles to get to the paint. It's not supposed to go. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like run some plays where he gets the ball in the post. And to your point, reposting, I screamed out loud. I forget what game it was. Mm-hmm. Where he got one repost for the I mean, mark. They threw it in. They threw back out. He threw back in, and he posted up and he hit a hook shot. Sidney mm-hmm. King went crazy. I was going crazy because I always only see it like once every two months. be mm-hmm. uh, post. so that's on the two guards in a way. But also, but his offense though, man, to your point, like it's like why well, don't Lando he get the ball so close to the basket or someone's action where he's got the ball in the paint in the Bulls? Like like change your offense. It's Forty games into this without ball, can't you change stuff the way man gets the ball in the paint versus getting the ball? 15 going the paint, and you have to dribbled into a post move? Like that's a weird, man.
0: Like that's hey, does. you know what's funny about you talking about that repost? Because I sent the yeah. message to Dave after that repost, it was like, oh my god, they just hit <laughs> they just hit boots, put a repost in the paint. But what you're saying is valid, right? It's it's completely valid. He wants them to set baseline screens for the big man to come off of, off of the screen closer to the basket. Like that's what you want. You. But their offense has for the most part all season been perimeter dominated, right? Mm-hmm. So then they played Minnesota, they played uh Milwaukee, and their defense is basically geared to give you three pointers. Yeah. This yeah. is like they could have tried to post him up some, but all that would have meant is three people swarming boots, <laughs> blocks, turnovers. Yeah. Like that's the entire but like, their entire defense is a shell around the paint. So the posting him up. Like I, like, I see why Billy didn't do it. I was like, Billy at some point was basically just like, I feel like in this series, was like, yeah, we can change. But I'm not going to because y'all have to hit some goddamn shots. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not changing this. I'm not. No, we're not posting anybody up. We're not doing anything different. They're giving you wide open shots and you're just not hitting them. If you hit your shots, win some games. So I'm in the mind frame with Billy in this particular series. To have not changed anything this isn't a billy thing this is 150 percent on the chicago bulls players some guys have reasons why they couldn't shoot other guys don't like i don't know like I, caruso hadn't like his shot hadn't been there all year breaking his wrist didn't help anything zach was almost on his way to another 50 or 49 40 89 season shooting until COVID and all of the injuries happened with him. So I understand that. But, like, some of the other guys that were supposed to come in and be able to at least hit open shots, not being able to do it, really put a damper on what they – like, you can't lose Lonzo Ball and then your shooting falls off a cliff. Is essentially what I'm saying. It shouldn't have been like that. Somebody else should have been able to step up. Well, you know, Dre, when I I was talking about
1: the post, I was talking about before the playoffs. That's the issue, yeah, like, yeah,
0: and if, that's what I said. In the regular season, I, like, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, in the regular season, yeah, I, I used to yell at all the time.
1: It's like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's not working. Like, you have 40 games to fix this. Like, and, like, the whole world knows you should not be having your, your team guard, you know, handle 80% of the all the time. Like, do some people Vooch. I'm going to put up.
0: some of that on him, too, because this is one of the things that all three of us used to do with marketing, right? Mm-hmm. We would say marketing is, like, you get in the post and you, you demand the ball. Like, well, that guy's an all-star. Show your ass mm-hmm. in a post and demand the ball. Don't leave the post. Like, it would have been – if I was if, – if I were Vooch, there would have been plays where I stayed in the post. I would have blown up plays. Like, no, we running what? this play. No, we're not.
1: Right here. But, see, is that Billy's really because, yeah. oh. like – is that Billy Donovan, or is that – because it looked like Bruce is happy when she jump shots. You know you what know, I mean? looks like – Yeah, that's content. what
0: I'm saying. It's him. Like, some
1: of that is him. And he you – know, Yeah, we have to play with Mark, I remember Laura market yeah, we, we used to argue with the debate for market, And I was – arguing with David. like, Dave, the team knows Lori doesn't want the ball in post. He doesn't get it because he doesn't want it. So they're like giving the ball. And he's like, no, he don't want the ball. He don't want to do it out there. Proof of the Cleveland, he doesn't want the ball in post. He's happy shooting three to make him money and going home having fun. You should that. have just stayed. Who's the all star? Who's like, all star? I want to, you know, just show me something. Like I know how to win. I know how to get to the post. And like it, it, him, Billy, somebody, like forty games without ball, like figured out. Like it's the NBA, like y'all can't get post plays for the man. Like it was weird. It was just weird to me because I knew it was in weird. the playoffs at some point. It would come. It would come. Uh, it be a problem. So but,
0: man, I,
1: I, I guess next year I can look for this. The post up 10 times, I guess it would never happen with the Bulls.
0: I have no idea, yeah. And because again, part of that, uh, like you, like you all were saying, I do put on Vooch, uh, but also because he was running it like he he's always run it because that's how he looked like in Orlando, as far as he's out on the perimeter, he's everywhere, like he was involved mm-hmm. in every aspect of everything on their yeah. offense. So it wasn't like he was just like, I'm going to the post. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like, no. All oh, y'all need me to set the screen. All oh, y'all need me to shoot the three. All oh, y'all need me to do this. You need me to do that. He was used to that. He's not used to being that number three. He knows what it is now, which is why I'm comfortable. Like, I'm interested to see what he looks like next year. And what I also like is like all this being said about Boots, I'm looking and I'm like, he yeah, was like what 17 and 11. Like, you, know <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay, yeah. And and even to your point, Chris, about three point shooting. I mean, his best seasons shooting a three, I think he had those two seasons where he shot like 40%. That was the year he, the second time he went to the All-Star game and then the next year was when he got traded you know, to the mm-hmm. Bulls. Before that, it was 34, 36, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It wasn't like knock down killer shooter kind of thing, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, like it wasn't like he was always expected that. He was just incredibly, worked on his shot and was incredibly hot uh, in Orlando uh, doing it like that, but Again, um, I just need Bulls fans to chill <laughs> on Vooch, man. You don't find these kind of like five-tool no. uh, offensive players. You know what I'm saying? Like just on a tree. I don't care what you think of. You don't find that. You know what I mean? Because every time I hear trade them, I'll be like, for who? to like, what? Who are you trying to get? <laughs> who trying to get? Like, like who's available that can replace the things that this dude can do? And I – I used to laugh when I would hear when they would say Wendell Carter Jr. Like, everybody want Wendell oh, Carter God. Jr. And I can't wait. Actually, that's why I wanted my guy, uh, C. Red Fred, on here. C. Red he Fred. Big... My guy, C. Red Fred. Yeah, Come I can't wait to have him, him on here because I wanted to talk about that because he's a big proponent on getting Wendell here. And I just don't get that. You know what I'm saying? Because we saw it and I watched it. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? And I, and I got a good glimpse of that. And I'm like, we. I thought it was established mm-hmm. that he couldn't play center. Like, I thought that was... Pretty much established, and in Orlando, he didn't play center, like play power forward. Which and Chris Chris always said Wendell is good yeah. when he's the tallest person on the floor, uh-huh. and being at power forward, he's taller and then people, and so he has a better chance to dominate, even with all that said, him finally getting some glasses, him finally, <laughs> you know, playing him finally doing all that stuff and having his best season ever. He still put up it. less points and less rebounds than Vooch, who had his worst season. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, we got to chill on that. You know what I mean? You're asking, gotta... for, you're asking for nuance that Bulls fans are not capable <laughs> of. Um, but one the one last thing, to Billy Donovan's credit, right, mm-hmm. there was a large portion of the season where the Bulls came out and, like, the first five plays of the game were just the posting of Vooch. That's true. Like, we're just going to throw the ball down to you and we're going to let you get it. It was like right in the middle of that horrendous slump when he was shooting like 20% Bulls yeah. and really wanted to trade. It's like, okay, first five plays of the game, or at least the first three, down the court, throw the ball down to Boots, yep. y'all stand around and let him go to work. Yep. So to his credit, he did try it. It didn't work. <laughs> like, it just didn't work. It, it for worked for reason. a little bit. When Ayo when was running it with him for a little bit, you know what I mean? It, it it looked good for a little, for a couple games. Like, him and Ayo had a nice little chemistry for a while that kind of just went away. Like, I, I don't know yeah. what happened, but it just kind of went away. I don't know why, but it just did.
1: Well, it, was a, it was a slump back then, you know, but that's kind of like my, my point, like, why did it stop? Like, obviously running, you know, the screens with DeMar and Levine wasn't one of your games Got me stressing the lead. You know what I'm saying? Like, and granted, yeah, I balled down, but you're the coach. Like, I, I thought
0: that's what coaches do, but. Mm. I don't. Yeah, I think you'll see more of those things uh, next year. Cause again, everybody will have a year of this offense under their belt. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see that going forward. Um, so next thing I wanted to ask was to talk about actually that uh, going into next year, going next season, AKA Mark Eversley, um, as we said, did a very good season, did a very good job. I should say, putting together, putting together the team this year. Um, basically filling a lot of holes the first hole was actually getting a point guard <laughs> like getting an actual real one and i thought that was cool and then you not only did you get an actual real one you actually walked away with two uh because iota sumo developed into something that yeah looks like it's going to be super legit uh for this team so i guess my question is what do you want to see improved upon uh for this bulls team going into next year chris i ask you first what do you want to see the bulls do uh as far as improvement do you want to see the size do you want to see like you said they don't have a big man that can just be athletic and jump uh do you want the shooting uh what what do you want them to improve upon
1: yeah well of course we're chasing we're chasing the six seven point guard right that's what we all kind of want <laughs> but um but uh you know i do want to see a now i do want to see somebody who like could rebound the ball and does let athletic and the job to block shots like can I get a highlight of someone blocking shots? Like I would love that. I watched watching the teams and we got Williams of Boston. You got what's my guy? on Memphis right now. who's looking like um, uh, what's uh, ooh, I forgot his name. Um, yeah, so a old, lot of uh, money. Memphis, uh, Memphis. Um, yeah, he, Are you talking he, about Clark? Playing, yeah, Clark. He's playing like uh, what's the dude? that got paid a lot of money in Denver. He was like six, six, six power forward.
0: I don't know you think. only only person I know who the big man in Memphis is. Uh, no, years man. ago. Oh, this was years was, ago. Was, okay, okay. Yeah, years mm-hmm. ago.
1: Uh, what's his name? He got signed a lot of money in Denver. He was like six, seven, six, six power 4. Got paid a lot of money, and then he's out the league. I can't remember his name. That's what Patrick Rose brought me up. But anyway. By the way. Um, Stromile yeah, Swift. This, 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 <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm <laughs> joking. I'm joking. Yeah, no, bird. I wanna, I'm joking. I'm joking. Not the bird, man. And anybody wants a shot block. I know that, but like, can we have one of the teams? someone that could deter somebody to block a shot going to the paint? Uh this, 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 this <laughs> just 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 six, nine guys I see on other teams who, who just rebound and can step out and hit a three once in a while. You know what I'm saying? who knows who they, are, they are a role player. We need solid guys who, like, that's your role. Your role is to do that. Rebound, everybody out in three three. Because I'm looking at, you know, Javante Green, and I'm looking at what what is – yeah, probably over here next year. You know, Daryl Jones, who are, like – I love them, but they are horrible on offense. They just – I mean, like, ethically bad on offense. <laughs> like, like you can hide that. And, like, I love the team that's super athletic – when you had that, you know, beginning the year, but like in the playoffs, all you can do is like dribble through times and fall down, and or all you can do is stand the corner shoot threes and miss. And your only value is you got and you got two of those guys in your team, right? The same people, all they can do is rim run and hope they get a loose ball and dunk on somebody. Like that's not good when you depend on two of those guys on your team. So you have to convert those two guys into a player that could do that hustle, rebound, and actually shoot three or rebound. So like. We have players where we combine together a new asset to get, like, a better version of them. <laughs> so, so, and I love them. You know, I wish, you know, the guys can say, i can going talk about their Jones, run the flow, and, but, bro, you can't jump up times times to fall down. Like, I, I just, I can't watch that anymore. Yeah. Especially when you get to the playoffs. It gets better teams. That gets us both. Yeah. And there's a reason why these guys are brown team to team because they look good, they're athletic, but then you go, they don't need to bring anything else, man. It sucks because they work hard. You know, Daryl Jones plays butt off, man, paying power it early in the year. But, you know, at the that end of the day, man, you need more, more skill. You need somebody like Daryl Jones or Javon J. Green, when they come in the game, they either be a big man, shoot a three, or they can play rebound the ball. You, you can't just have one skill set, which is being athletic. You got to be able to do more than one of those things. So I look forward to Bulls to just find true role players who have two really good skills. Um, they are out of the league. Other teams signed them. Like, we used to bring them with day, We used to like, how the other teams find point guards and we can't? So, they're like, how? You know, we can do it. They're out there somewhere. So, that's what I'm looking for, to uh, fill out that bench, man. that's us really make that bench solid, you know, um, rebounding and it's run to black shots. Okay.
0: We can't, you, we oh, can't, you you. You. can't we hear you, it. bro. can't hear you, bro. I you're muted, Now, i think uh, very similar things to what Doug just said. You know, um, around the margins is where, where the Bulls are going to have to get better. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you said, I love Javante, but, like, we had Javante 6'4", 6'5", playing power forward for basically the entire year. Like, you need more skill. You need more shooting. You need more length. Um That's really what I'm looking for. Uh, you look looking like like Miami, right? Like Miami has a culture. They have a style that they want to play with. Like Miami, the plays that Miami has that they're running today are pretty much the same plays they were running when LeBron and D-Way, like the culture is there. The type of player is there. Bulls even have a culture. Mm -hmm. We finally have a culture. We have a a style that we want to play. So now we can go out there and get guys and plug guys in with a style of play that fit what we want to do. Okay. We want to run. So we need athletes. We want to shoot. We need shooters. You know, we need length on the perimeter. Like we, you know, we got Alonzo, we got Caruso, but now we need that in the front court, as well as the back court. So this is what I'm looking forward to them doing getting guys that are long, athletic, on the perimeter, and some guys, like, I know you're not going to get all of that in one, you know, some long, athletic dude that can shoot threes, like, made out of a 2K game. Like, no, we're not going to get that. But you want to get a combination of dudes, you know, with, with that type of skill set that, you know, when you bring this guy in, you can't leave this guy open. We know this dude is going to run to the rim, and he's going to crash the boards. Like, so things the guys on the other team have to think about. Like, right now, outside of Zach And the Mar and sometimes Vooch, like you play the Bulls, you didn't have to think about anybody towards the end of the year because Caruso wasn't out there. Lonzo wasn't out there. That's what made the Bulls so good to begin the season. Like you had people you had to worry about. Lonzo was shooting 43% from three before he got hurt. Like, okay, Zach is going to the basket. I cannot come out of the corner because he's going to hit a three. He's going to. And if he misses this three, he's going to hit the next one. I can't do it. Like I can't keep leaving. Zach goes to the basket. Zach shooting 50% from the field. We need more of that. We need more guys that are specialized in a certain thing, whether it be rebounding, blocking shots, shooting. Right now, like the margin guys we have don't really specialize in anything. Like, what's Javante's specialty besides, you know, what's. Uh, Derek Jones Jr.'s specialty outside of being athletic, you know, like and I love usually I love these guys, but we don't have specialty guys. Look at Miami; everybody on their team is a specialty guy. Like, where <laughs> the hell did <laughs> Max Strauss come from? But he's like Evolve. Jimmy's not there, and he's shooting, 30, he's hitting like thirty-point games. Like, why Jimmy is gone? Yeah, you know, hero or like he's a specialty guy. We don't have a specialty guy. We need yeah. more specialty guys around the margins. Like, you know, and that's what I yeah. think they'll do. I have faith in our guys to, to get this right. Yeah, I agree with you on that, especially that last part. I, I think that's, this has been the first time I've gone into off-seats. Well, the second time, uh, because I, I have all the faith in the world in the front office because I know they're seeing what we're seeing, and I know they're like, Yeah, we're going to change that, you know, and they've shown me that many a time, especially last year, because they pretty much did everything I wanted them to do, uh, good and bad, all the way up to Tristan Thompson. They, They did everything I wanted them to do, good and bad. So I'm like, yeah, they literally are seeing everything I'm seeing out here. And they're like, yeah, we're going to fix this, 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 this and this. So all the things you guys said, I heard AK say in the press conference, especially about fixing things in the margins. He literally said, use that phrase and he talked about continuity and he wanted continuity a lot he talked about that a lot just like yeah how about we get to year two guys like it's, it's like he wanted to say that like guys we, we we did once this is year one like how about we get to year two and we try it again because that's how you develop a culture which is why I've been trying to tell book this is how you develop it like I was talking when our guy uh Will Gottlieb on CSGO said this and he's right on he was like the Bulls were playing teams where their culture was always it was already established and -hmm. had already been established and he dead on like Toronto had a culture you know what I mean and and uh the Bucks had a culture and Boston already had a culture like that culture came because they kept doing it over and over again and not changing a coach every year Zach Lee had a different coach like every damn year you know what I'm saying? Like, everything was different. Players around here were different because they were always rookies. Like, this is coaches all... Coaches weren't even coaches. Coaches weren't even coaches. My God. You know what I mean? Like, everything is everything was new every single year. And they're like, okay, here's something new. Go 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 do it now. You know what I mean? That's not how it works. You know what I mean? Like, even Phoenix, they're like, well, what about Chris Paul? I'm like, yeah, but their culture was set already before Chris Paul even got there. Devin Booker had scored 70 before. You know, what I'm saying he got yeah. there, bro. Like that—that that culture was already being set up. Aiton was there. You know what I'm saying? And you know, getting Mikael Bridges, like they had time to gel and grow. And Chris Paul, of course, because he's good. You know, got in there and he elevated it. Um. So and and Monty Williams too. I don't want to leave him out of that either. But yeah, they established the culture. The Bulls have to establish that because Chris has said at this plenty of time. Like, what is the Bulls' identity? You know what I mean? Like, what do they do? Like, what is the identity of the Chicago Bulls? They're figuring that out now. You know what I'm saying? That now they're figuring that out. That's what the offseason season for. That's what getting guys, you know, back in here and doing it over again is for. As far as what I want to see them do, as far as bringing in stuff, uh, I think I want shooting so bad, <laughs> and I want guys like Kobe White to not matter so much on my team and not be. If he's on the team, fine. I'm not mad. You know what I'm saying? But I don't want him to matter so much. Yeah. Like, if Kobe White don't score 16, we asked kind of thing. I don't mm. want that. I want, oh, dude, Kobe dropped 16. Oh, we wouldn't have 50, kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't need it to matter so, so much uh, for this team because I thought we had a lot of luxury pieces uh, on the team. And you know, Chris, I like to call them rims. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, we had a lot of rims on the team. Like, Jr. Junior's yeah. rims. And, you know what mm. I mean? Those are luxury guys, you know what I'm saying, that you get when you're a champ. Those are championship and deep playoff run kind of things. Like you sneak them in here for some minutes, you know what I'm saying, to steal you minutes yeah. and stuff like that. No, bro, I needed. dude was like, man, I'm playing thirty. Like, yo, yo I ain't used to do this. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta shoot threes. Like, come on, I gotta play center. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on with that? So, and remember, he wasn't even playing like the first half of the year. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I don't want. I want. I want guys who are specialty guy. I want shooting, and I want them to just develop that more so than anything, man. I, I need development and. You got to get it some size. Like, you got to get some size, man, because it ain't going to be Tony Bradley no more, uh, Chris's favorite player. You, you ain't going to be him, no <laughs> It ain't going to be, you know what I'm saying, my guy, Tristan Thompson. He ain't going to be here. You know what I mean? Like, so you you got to get some size, somebody to help Vooch. And I'd like somebody different from Vooch. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you go get a, a, yeah. a Mitchell Robinson, you know what I'm saying, or somebody yeah. like that, I'm like, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's getting different sides of, you know, a player like that. Because Vooch isn't going to be that guy who's blocking all the shots, you know, and being running you know, hitting up and down guys, running up and right, mm-hmm. catching them Lonzo ball, lobs, and stuff like that. Getting the athlete, you know what I'm saying, out there at that position. I'm cool with that. Like, give me something like that. I'll be super happy. But, again, whatever they do, I'm going to be cool with. AK, every, AK has said he likes drafting late. Bulls have the 18th pick. Um, so he said he enjoys drafting late more than he does, you know, drafting early on in the round. So I'm I'm just excited to see it. I can't wait to see it. I know they're gonna do the right thing, and I'm just excited to see who they who they bring in here and what they kind of you know develop as far as the chemistry uh, is concerned for this team. Um, one more question I, I want to ask before I let y'all get out of here was about Alonzo Ball. I just honestly want to know what's y'all concern levels. About Lonzo Ball and his knee because he's still dealing with these issues with the bone bruise in his knee. He said it still hurts, it's still a thing. He's going to see another specialist about it. If he has to have surgery, that would basically be his third procedure on his knee before he's turned 25 years old, bro. Like, so I don't I want to know your level of concern, Jay. Like, where where is that with Lonzo Ball? Do you just like this is gonna work out, or you just like oh shit? I'm not about an orange. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, about, I'm, uh, about I'm about orange at this point. I'm orange at this point. I'm not optimistic, but I'm not like the world is over. Uh, like we've seen this before with guys like Steph with the ankle. You know, like he had the ankle problem. His career was almost over, and then it wasn't. You know, like hopefully they're just able to figure out why this is happening and just get it get it done. You know, get it over with, and we move forward. And that's what I'm hoping is going to happen with him. But I am definitely, you know, I'm worried because he's such a big part of what we want to do going forward. So, you know, you kind of need Lonzo to be here. (laughs) like You need him to be on the floor because he makes the other guys look so much better. You were calling those guys rams, right, and luxury pieces. But those guys are only luxury when you have the guy to make them one. Yeah, he's not there, they're not a luxury anymore. They're a necessity. Like mm-hmm. you said, you don't want those guys to be necessities. You know, my brother uh likened it to like building a house. And you know, those guys, he was like, you know, you leave now, you're like, you're looking for drapes now. You know, you're looking for drapes, you're not putting in plumbing. You know, those guys are the drapes. And Lonzo makes them that. So oh. him not being there, words the hell out of me, man. Like I wanted his need to be fine. You know, it's been an ongoing thing, and it was a knee problem in the, uh, New Orleans before he even yeah. came to the Bulls. So, yeah. like, I'm, I'm worried. Because I don't want Zach Levine to have to dribble the ball as often as he had to in the second half of the season. And I don't want DeMar to have to be just living in the mid-range shooting fadeaway jumpers and, like, contested jump shots. Like, he did not yeah. do that at the beginning of the year. I don't know if people, for, like, forgot. Like, we fell in love with the DeMar show, but our offense wasn't that. and It wasn't right. that because of Lonzo, and I'm, I'm very worried. But I'm not, you know. I think it'll be okay. But I am worried. Yeah, Chris. Yellow orange, yellow, orange. yellow, orange. yellow, yellow orange. Yeah. All right,
1: <laughs> Chris. Yeah, I'm worried for him and Zach, honestly. But um, yeah, I, I am. Like I, you know, we know he hasn't played a full season ever. <laughs> Sixty-five games. He never played over sixty three or whatever. Mm. Never happened. Um, I, you know. <laughs> You just gotta look. You just gotta be positive. You mm-hmm. just won't be one of those teams where if if that because it happens with teams that are good and players go down and get injured and they don't you know reach their potential because of injury. You know the good Pelicans waiting you know three years from Zion to get healthy half the time. You know so I hope it's not one of those years where next year where we have to wait another year to get the team uh, fully gelled and fully healthy playing together. But it may be one of those years. You know um, I'm not sure how long it takes them to recover, like. Do you guys know if he's going to have like a good off season if he has surgery or, or not or Are you like, talking about Alonzo? Like, yeah, because like
0: He's he's going to go see a uh, specialist. He's he's getting a second opinion on his knee out in LA so he's going to go see a specialist yeah. out there getting a second opinion and then we'll decide uh, what's the next move because I don't know how you can surgically you can't really surgically repair a bone bruise you know what I'm saying it's just yeah, kind of what it is.
1: Yeah, I, yeah I don't, I don't know I, you just don't want to go you know obviously you won't him to have like half a year just to get him get himself back in the basketball shape. You know, it's like, uh, so we'll just have it right now. We all want it now. I want it now. I want to wait. But yeah, it is a big concern because also, his body goes down, right? If he if he's always hurt. You know, not to say gonna go anywhere, but like it's not gonna wait anytime soon with the contract. But <laughs> but you know, his body drops, you know, if he if he if he continues to have these these problems in in the bulls, you know, future doesn't as good as we think it is and we can't move them because you know of the injuries and whatnot you know so yeah just cross your fingers man and um i don't know man i hope you could play more than 70 games <laughs> next year it'd be great Honestly.
0: it'd be great yeah i hope um, they're i hope they're cautious with it i'm actually worried and you know i don't get worried but i'm worried bro because like i said this be his be third one man that's it's it will be his third one on the same. That, that's concerning. And knowing that he had the bone bruise before he got there, he had the bone bruise in LA in his ankle. That kept him out pretty much the whole year. You know what I mean? So he's he's dealt with issues with his lower extremities since he's gotten in the league. And that is very concerning for me, man. And bone bruises, because you know, everybody becomes a scientist and a doctor, you know what I'm saying? When somebody gets hurt, everybody's aware of MD official, you know what I'm saying? When somebody get hurt on the Bulls and just yeah, saying right you know what I'm saying <laughs> no no he'll be back you know what I'm saying like I saw that I saw that he would be back in a couple but bone bruises take a while to heal in worst case scenarios you know what I mean like a year you know what I'm saying kind of thing to heal in, in a worst case uh, scenario man and for me this was worst case scenario because he was supposed to be back six to eight weeks and it just didn't yeah. come back you know what I'm saying period so and, it, you know, and it's cons- it's just really really worrisome for me and concerned because of what he means to this team, man. Like you said, Dre, like he made those rims. You know why they, they look like rims? It's because he was the he was the car. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's why it worked. Because it's like, oh, shit, that car is off the chain. You know what I mean? As <laughs> soon as the car went down, it's like, the fuck you still got these rims for? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's amazing. <laughs> it, you can really your car, though. No. <laughs> <Right, right. laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Don't get no wood grain steering wheel. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You feel me? Outcast. Yeah. You feel me? Thank right? you, Drake. Drake, call me. coffee. call me. Drake, call me. Drake, call me. Call me. Yeah, that's yes, a big sir. boy. That's a big boy. Yes sir. That's you, know boy. It. you know what I mean? I you know what I mean? He talking. called me, man. You know what I mean? Pay your Beamer bill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's but that's what I mean, man. Like he he's that important. I get mad when I sit and watch his highlights. Chris, you remember how mad I used to get watching Laurie Markman highlights and when he was in Finland. It's almost oh, yeah. at that at, I, It's almost at that level watching Lonzo highlights this year. It makes me so mad and sad <laughs> because I'm just like, man, just look at these plays. Because he got you so many easy buckets, you he know, for this team. It, and guys. What might
1: do the, died... customer... the ball down court? Advance the ball down court. Like, That's what I mean. Uh, uh, ask, ask Stacey. Ask Stacey. He'll tell you never.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stacey, all, all broadcast, look up he was right like because Lonzo would have it like Lonzo was always looking up and always like he was get that ball he'd take it out of bounds. his ball's gone I still remember that play where Caruso made a defensive stop and on the ground and he got it right. and he threw like a Tom Brady touchdown pass like <laughs> Beelined it through the whole Dallas defense right to Zach Levine, who 360, Reverse joined, 360. was over. <laughs> I never seen, dude, that pass was spectacular. Like it was perfect. And he were great point guards, move thinking, like I say all the time. And you just saw the Bulls not thinking out there. You just saw him reacting yeah. and just doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And all of them play- try harder on defense because of Lonzo Ball and what he was doing out there, man. Yeah.
1: There's one play in Milwaukee, I think, look at Milwaukee. Green ran back out of the corner hard twice, and he didn't get the ball. He was in the corner like, what are you doing? Like, I'm open. And, right. and no one looked up. And he was in the corner. Cool. like, dude, I had a dog. I'm like, ah. Oh. So
0: because, they, because they were in the mode of we're going to walk the ball up, give the ball to DeMar, and let DeMar do what DeMar has done for 35 games this season, and this is what it's going to be. Yeah. Like their thought process, like they had not even thought about doing a different thing. Like this is what we've been doing for thirty-five games now. We don't have this guy who changes up like the tempo of the game. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're gonna do. It, it was It's crazy
1: up. because like if, I, if I'm a point guard, my head day, you know, I'm looking, like, I'm looking up like ball, but like and David, David always reminds me like everybody's different. No one thinks like that. Ball thinks because he thinks that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, he doesn't speak that way. He just doesn't. He knows there, but he doesn't do that. People are different. Like, I, it's, it's crazy to me that you don't look up all the time. The first thing you do is look up, and they don't do it. It's weird to me. But that's why you know people are different, and players are different. They're not all, they're not all the same. And they have special skill sets.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and ball, when ball has some that I will miss.
0: Yeah, and, hopefully, and that's, hopefully I think he'll be looking at that uh, going into the draft and going to free agency is picking up another mm-hmm. point guard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That can help because, you know, Ayo, I like his development at point guard. I, I think they liked him more at the off guard and mm-hmm. just being a guy who was a help defender and can also advance the ball, like having two ball handlers out there uh who could run the break. And then Io. that's when he was hitting his threes, honestly, was when he it wasn't on him to be the point guard. Like, he was just, you know, floating, you know what I mean? And, you know, making mm-hmm. cool passes every, you know, every once in a while, and kind of thing. So, I think they liked him there, but, you know, if he had to play point guard, they had no problem putting him there and stuff. But, yeah, I think they'll be looking for that, though. I think they'll be looking for that, man. But just excited about the offseason. I'm worried about Zoe, but I'm excited in general uh, for the offseason. Uh, oh, last question. Uh, real quick, uh, does Zach Levine sign this max contract with the Bulls? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> dudes dudes <laughs> don't leave that. Dudes just don't leave that. He may sign here. And like, like everybody else, two years from now, be like, let me out. (laughs) Like that may happen, but nobody leaves that kind of money lingering. He's going to sign. He did. Oh, Bulls fans. He did what he was supposed to do. He told them it was a business. They lost their goddamn mind. Now all of a sudden, Zach is soft. He's not worth the max contract. Like he did what he like. I'm sure they told him, go up there and tell them that you're keeping your options open. Because if you go up there and say, oh, I'm signing with the Bulls, no matter what, they're going to offer you $20. Right. You have to make (laughs) them think that you will leave so that they will give you everything you think you deserve. It's a negotiation. and You can tell people who've actually negotiated, like, salaries and things in their own life from people who haven't, because that's how you do it. You tell them, I have other options. And then they say, "Okay, no, you don't. We're your option. Stay here. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He did what he was supposed to do. He's going to stay. They're going to give him the money. We're going to go forward. Chris? Yeah, I,
1: I agree. I think the Bulls got off with the most money in the long term. And uh, Zach was also like, i paid pay hurt, bro. He's like, you know, <laughs> like I was whipping game. And they have to do that. So I'm giving him down I can, you know. And I don't think even that team's out there, like Sacramento or whatever, I don't know. He's not going to those teams. Those teams aren't going to win. You know, his best chance of winning with the coach. He Like to your point, Dave, he loved Billion Island. Right, He finally found the coach he likes. He's going to leave that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he Billy Diamond ain't going nowhere. So Zach, yeah. Zach, is going, Zach is coming to Chicago. He's going to pay you a lot of money, long term. And the contract doesn't mean anything because the NBA has proven that no matter how big your contract is, it can be moved if you don't want the guy. So like, yeah. he'll get the yes. money in Chicago.
0: Absolutely right. And, and the only other team, Bulls can offer them the most money out of anybody out there. The only other teams that can really do what the Bulls can do: San Antonio, Indiana, Detroit.
1: And they, he's not. Yeah, leaving. and they can do long term. And like he's not. Yeah, he's not going. I'm there.
0: not fucking leaving. <laughs> 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 he's not leaving, dog. Like that ain't happening. He's not leaving. All right, thank what y'all for to- <laughs> this thing. The this show goes on. <laughs> this, thank y'all for listening to the show. Thank y'all for enjoying it. uh the, the podcast that we do here at Ball on Bulls. Uh, thank for tuning in to us. You can follow us um at our website, ballsports.com. You can follow us on Twitter at ball sports, that's where I am, at ball sports one. That's what Chris is. You can follow us on Instagram at ball sports, Chris.
1: Yeah, you know, um hopefully hopefully my sound is good, guys, because um I'm moving into the mic, so I apologize if my sound is a little off. But uh, yeah, man, I uh, appreciate the fans, I uh, appreciate the support from the podcast to our fans for buying, you know, our pearl man, the ball a uh, hoodie. Uh, we're looking to come up with some t-shirts this summer on some ball, uh, some more ball gear. So look out for that at some point. And uh yeah, man, bosswolves.com. Um, check the website out. The podcast is over there as well. And uh that's really it, man. Anything else you can add? Uh, oh, great. um, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna tell you, uh, Open Gym Sports Culture, of course. Is, um, you know, check their that feed out on the ball feed. Um, they do video as well. Sports Culture. Um, the guy has to hold it down. If you guys used have our feed, you probably see them drop in once in a while on both our um the basketball feed, the ball feed. Um. That's, yeah, I think I'm missing something, Dave. But um, yeah, we'll be back, man. Oh, and I can't wait personally for um with some workout video to come out. That's always gonna be a thing. But Patrick Williams is destroyed the rim and dug over somebody and we gonna declare him the new Charles Barkley.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, put on twenty of muscles. Not the yeah, the 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 magical muscle weight game happens every year. <laughs> I'm excited to see who it is this year for the Bulls because it happens every. I'm, I'm predicting Kobe White. Um, I was yeah, gonna say Kobe. It's gonna be Kobe. It's gonna Kobe, dog. Like, mm-hmm. Put on ten <laughs> pounds of muscle. He's. I'm I, I predicted it's gonna be Kobe. Man. I think it's, it's all here. Fun. It's but, um, all here. Dre, let let people know where they can find you at, where they can follow you at. Um, A sources on Twitter. Um, that's really that's pretty much about it. That's all I do. For, uh, Twitter now. I don't do ever, other other uh, social medias, but um according to sources is the podcast if you want to go and listen to podcasts from three years ago um <laughs> that's why wherever you download your podcast from. but uh, you know what i am working on another series of podcasts that'll probably be under that umbrella i'm not gonna say much me and, you know me and uh, dave have been talking about it. i've been running ideas uh by them i don't want to say anything because someone will steal it and come out with it before i do but i am working on a series of podcasts that i will start dropping fairly soon i'm going to research on it right now so um, you're on the lookout for that because I think it's pretty cool. I was listening to, I'll just say it real quick, I was listening to the Book of Basketball 2.0 and um, uh, they were talking about Dwight Howard, like where he ranks and, you know, Bill Simmons was on there. They were just like creaming Dwight. Yeah, I thought he was going to be, uh, you know, like Shaq 2.0, but, you know, he really wasn't, you know, he's killing Dwight Howard, they're just fucking murdering him. So I wanted to talk about guys like that and like, you know, their place in the NBA and their career. So. I thought the first one was going to be was going to be dwight but it's not it's going to be someone else but it's going to be a like a series of podcasts about players like him that i'll be doing so you know be on the lookout for that if you guys care about sources anymore i wouldn't blame you if you didn't <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man so yeah be on the lookout for that that's actually a really cool idea um that he's got that i'm sure he'll expound on uh as it gets closer uh and also oh you can check me out at uh chgo bulls podcast at all we're on youtube we're everywhere myself my guy matt peck uh will gottlieb and mark k all the way out of australia um yeah we do five days a week bulls podcast talking about the bulls uh you can watch it on youtube you can listen to it anywhere you listen to podcasts as well we will be there but thank you all for loving this podcast as you do for as long as you have and yeah, we will return with more stuff for you to talk about. Uh, hopefully, some good news next time we do this show about the Chicago Bulls, man. Uh, on behalf of Dre from According to Sources, Chris, AKA C Dub, I am Big Dave. We out. Y'all be cool.